over the next few minutes, you and I are going to talk about your six-year-old humping the couch and what you can do about that. So welcome back to Sitting in a Car. I'm Sarah Sproul and I sit in the car each week answering a question to help you raise your confident and caring young person who respects themselves and the people around them. So my answer for the question this week comes from a value that underpins the whole evolved family method, which is behavior is communication, behavior is logical. So um, our children don't do things just to push our buttons or to bother us. There is always a reason of some type. So let's get into that now. Now, when a situation like this happens, um, a six-year-old is humping the couch or their teddy or a pillow. Um, and again, you get this question all the time. There's nothing unusual about this in a sense that lots of kids do this. So what many parents would do when they have this question, and this is not a unique situation, lots of parents ask me this question, would be to feel anxious about um, the fact that their child is doing this. They're wondering it's a, if it's a sign of sexualization, um, if it means that there's something wrong with their child, they um, don't want to shame their kid, but at the same time, if a child is doing this in the lounge room and there are guests around, uh, they want to make sure that they can move their child somewhere more private. And um, that all makes sense, right? Feeling unsure about what to do about a behavior, particularly related to genitals, makes sense because we haven't been taught the skills or even the attitude that this part of our child's body, their genitals and their sexual self, is just the same as their respiratory system, their bones and their muscles and their brain and their, their face and their eyes and their ears. It's just another part of who they are as a human and that we as their adult, as their caring, loving parent or guardian, have the responsibility to support them and shepherd them through this journey of growing up. So I've learned that when parents feel anxious and unsure about this part of their child's growing up, that it's a sign they're courageous and yet tongue-tied parents still. This idea that they want to do the best, they know perhaps that when they were growing up there was shame and blame and um, embarrassment around things to do with the genitals and they absolutely do not want that for their child, right? And you may be um, a, a parent like this. So there's no um, worries about being a courageous and tongue-tied parent but what is it, it's a sign of is that um, there is more information and support you need to move to the point where you can build an evolved communicating family one that is able to speak openly about everything to do with being human and growing up and speak in a way that builds deeper connection rather than causes shame and blame so in this episode let's get into the three um, points that can help you with the six-year-old who keeps riding the couch. Point one, a lot of parenting, particularly when it's our first child or our only child, a lot of parenting time and energy is spent working out if something is normal. Like my 20-month-old has just done a big poo and it looks all green. Is that normal considering they just went to their cousin's birthday party and the icing on the cake was blue? or my four-year-old has just written the number 4444 in crayon down the length of the hallway. Um, 
is he going to grow into a delinquent or is this normal? Right? So we can have all these fears and concerns about what things are normal. And for some of us, we might not be too concerned about the color of poo or whether our child draws on the wall, but we are absolutely worried about anything to do with their genitals. So it makes sense because, again, we live in a culture where we're not encouraged to consider genitals to be just a normal everyday part of life. So the first point is feeling, is this normal? is completely part of parenting. And just when is this normal is focused on sex and gender and genitals, we can often feel super worried about it because again, we have been programmed to think about children and sexuality, that when they are in the same space, um, then there's something wrong. Because particularly when we were growing up, any signs of um, being sexual as a child was deemed to be our innocence being damaged or broken. Um, and what we know now in this day and age is that um, innocence is not the same as ignorance, right? Our child can be innocent and still have a lot of good and useful information about their body. So point one is really that we are learning as adults about what is awesome and fine for a child that grows up to do with their sexuality. And our child is teaching us that by being their awesome self. Point two, some children rub their genitals on a couch or a teddy or a pillow, and some children don't. It doesn't mean that um, the children who do it are broken or damaged in some way. It doesn't mean that at all. It just means that they find that stimulation um, that sensation to be comforting or soothing in some way. If they feel upset, some children can go and do that. Um, some children do it when the morning routine is particularly busy. Um, it's sometimes related to whether they uh, need sensation to calm themselves down. Like some of you may know that some children need to be um, held tightly to feel calm. Some children like to be swung in swings. It helps them to feel calm. Some children, you know, rub their genitals on furniture and that helps them feel calm. It's just another part of the diversity of our nervous system and our body. So point three, what happens next? You can teach your child that there are places that this is good to do and places where actually it's um, not really the right place to do things. So the couch, for example, if it's in the living room and you live in a sort of open plan living area, then the couch probably wouldn't be the best place. And a, a six-year-old can absolutely learn about um, what behavior is right in one area is not necessarily right in another area. So the bathroom and the bedroom is a great place to rub our genitals on something else. Um, you can use an example of table manners to talk about this too. So you can say that, well, when we go to the local restaurant, um, if it's a special occasion and it's a birthday party or something, we put on our nice clothes and we go and sit at a table quietly and we don't scream and run around because there are other people in the restaurant with us. So there are certain forms of manners and behavior that we follow so that everyone can feel comfortable in the shared space. And in the same way in our house, when we're in the shared space of the living room, then there are certain 
manners or behaviors that we follow. But in our bedroom, there's a different set of manners. So the restaurant has one set of manners. Um, if we went for a picnic in a park, that has a different set of manners, even though they're both about food. So in the park, we're allowed to sit on the ground. We can eat with our hands. We might only wear a pair of shorts. We don't have to wear shoes if you're in Australia and it's warm, maybe not so much Ireland. You know, so we're highlighting to our child that there are different behaviors for different situations around the same thing. And um, when we touch our genitals is no different to that at all. And as you're having this conversation, um, it might be easier to start with an example of the restaurant or you could use another example I love is when we go to the cinema, we wear a pair of jeans and a t-shirt, but if we go to the swimming pool, we wear our swimming trousers. Um, we wouldn't wear our swimming trousers, only our swimming trousers, if we were going to see a film. So children completely and utterly understand how different behaviours are appropriate for different situations. Okay, so you've just learnt three points to help you have conversations and manage a six-year-old who is um, humping the couch. Um, sometimes tips like this aren't enough though. And even if you've heard me talk about these in really simple, easy to, and in a calm voice, you may not feel calm about what's happening in your house. And so there's a whole other series of skills we can learn around conversations that we can have with our kids to do with how we manage our own nervous system and our own fears and our own worries about things to do with sex and the body and genitals with our kids. And the Evolved Family Method has a whole section of that um, called the kindness pillar. Um, so be kind to yourself. And at the same time, understand that our children do need us to teach them um, how to care for themselves because we want them to be able to care for themselves. We want them to be able to do these things that help them feel calm and safe. Um, it takes effort on our part, particularly if we're raised or we live in a culture which doesn't help us have conversations about these sensitive things with our kids. So. You're doing okay. We all do the best we can with the information we have at the time. But if you are noticing actually that this conversation is hard for you, then it might be time to reach out and get more help. And you can send me an email, hop into my DMs, um, put your name down for the waitlist for uh, the Evolve School when it opens next. And those are all good and useful ways of getting the support you need. Don't struggle on your own. You don't need to struggle on your own. And this is sitting in a car for another week where I've answered a question to help you raise your confident and caring young person to respect themselves and the people around them. And at the same time, do it hopefully with less struggle because struggle feels so hard, right? It's time to reach out for support if you need it. Bye for now. And welcome back. No, that's not what I meant to say. <laughs> Hilarious. Over to the I'm Sarah Sproul and I sit in a car each week helping you raise what do I say again? Um in fact we're just gonna start this whole part again. Mateus, clip that out and we're gonna do it differently. <laughs>